Hey there. Welcome to another episode of this Superview Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from two different caves tonight. As always, I am joined by my incredible friend and co-host, Bill Murphy. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, bud? It's good to see you. Uh, there's just a friendly reminder, everyone. I guess the Super Bowl is coming up, but we the best podcast. We the best podcast. They have the big game, but do they have the best podcast? No, we have the best Does podcast. CBS have the best podcast? Do they, though? That's a good question. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, so, no, uh, but uh, just the two of us this evening. Just Justin is off. Allie is busy. and uh, But tonight, Bill had a very interesting topic for us. Bill, what is our topic for tonight? Well, as you know, um, there, there's some football game going on this Sunday. I think it's called like, the Super Bowl. It's like a bowl. It's, what is it? It's a Super Bowl. It's got like a soup in it or whatever. I, I, don't yeah, know what's going I think on. so. It's the, it's the Super Bowl. Woo! Super Bowl 58. I had to think about what it was for once, which one it was for one second. All good, bud. Because there's so many of them. I know. So they, in- everybody loves the game. Yep. Okay, but if you don't like football, there's still some stuff for you. There's the commercials. Who doesn't like the commercials? Yeah, they're really fun commercials. And also the halftime show. Yes, the halftime so, show is a key one. Okay, so we're going to do something interesting for you folks today. Yes, we are. Okay. Bill, take it away. We are going to rank. I'm going to bring up the tier rank in a second. Oh boy, we're going to we go. tier rank Super Bowl halftime shows of the 21st century thus far. Before we get down to business, I have to give you a crash course. So get your notebooks out, folks. Class is in session. Yes, talk to us, Bill. Okay. Super Bowl halftime shows from 1960, when the first Super Bowl happened in 1966, yep. up into the 80s, it was mainly just college marching bands. Okay. It was mainly just college marching bands. Then starting in the late 80s, early 90s, they had companies like Disney do the halftime shows. And um, spoiler, they weren't that good. Mm, interesting. Uh, if I really wanted to be mean, I could have made JT and Justin, who was originally supposed to be here, I could have made you watch those. But I decided not to. We're okay. <laughs> but um. So, but anyway, in 1993, the NFL finally decided to spend money. Wow. And they decided to get the biggest performer at the time, and that was Michael Joseph Jackson. Yes, MJ. And it brought in a record number of viewers which dethroned, which set the record at the time for the biggest television audience. You know what the previous record was? What was it, Bill? It, the previous record holder was when the Beatles played on Ed Sullivan. Really? Yes. So Michael Jackson doing the Super Bowl halftime show beat the record of when the Beatles played on Ed Sullivan. That's crazy. And that's interesting to bring that up because today's the 60th anniversary of. Yeah, today we're recording this on February 7th, which is which in 2024 marks 60 years since the Beatles arrived in the USA. So, yeah, and then like throughout the 90s, you know, there were good ones. There was the, like I said, there was Michael Jackson. Another good one was Stevie Wonder and Gloria Estefan, Diana Ross. We're sticking from 2000 onward, and here's why. One, if we were to go through every single one, we will be here forever. Yeah, let's face it. 
We will literally be here to the end of time. And I don't think JT wants to listen to 50 different marching bands play the same damn song. No, I'm okay, Bill. We don't have to do that. And, yeah, and also for 2000, because this is more when we were growing up. So these are the shows we saw we, growing up. We and, remember that. And, and plus they're more entertaining too than just a marching band. Yeah. And like no disrespect to Michael Jackson, Gloria Estefan, Stevie Wonder, and those, but these were ones that we were around for. Yeah, absolutely. So without further ado, here it is, the sacred rank tier. Outer it, fear it, respect it. Okay. All right. And so, how does it go again? We have S to F. S is superior, A is you know, you have A, S, B, C, D, F. So for those of you keeping track of them, S is like top tier, best of the best, hands down. And A is very, very, very good. B is pretty good. C is, it was good. Average. D is, eh, it was all right. Maybe it wasn't average. And F was terrible. Yes. So here we go. Everyone. Are you ready to start this party? I'm ready to get this party started. Okay. We will begin with... We will begin with Super Bowl 34. Okay. In celebration of the new millennium. Yeah. New millennium. The Disney parks were doing a... Were doing a millennium celebration. And they decided that that would be the Super Bowl halftime show. We kid you not, that was going to be the Super Bowl halftime show. But wow. there was going to be celebrities. And it was going to feature performances from... It, it featured performances from Christina Aguilera, Enrique okay. Iglesias, Tony Braxton... Ooh. And Phil Collins. Not bad. And if you don't know who any of those names are, then you're too young to be watching this. Yeah, get on it. <laughs> Let's be real. So, anyway, the show itself, I've watched it. And here were my... The production value was very good. Mm -hmm. I agree. The, pro the production value was very impressive. It had the the staging was very good. The the stage was very good. It it seemed very, you know. I don't know how to describe it. It seemed it was a it good staging. It seemed very creative. It was creative and made for the moment, probably. Yes. Oh, by the way, it was narrated by Edward James Almos. I do not know who that is, but he's probably a swell guy. But anyway. Probably. Um, the show itself, like I said, the the set was good, but the actual show, the songs that were sung were mainly songs that were written for the occasion. So they were songs that people did not know. Yeah. You watched it. Um, I did. I did, actually, yes. What were your thoughts? Uh well, it, to me, there's two different things here. Like there, there's one, one side of it says, all right, it's the year 2000. 
and it's a big deal with the turn of the millennium and you know all these different like, the songs were not that were like okay at best i guess you could say the only uh, but, song that people would somewhat recognize and guess what the keyword in that sentence is somewhat is phil collins when he did the song two worlds which was from tarzan that came out the year before or Right, correct. Well, that was the only song that people might recognize. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So, yeah, what else did you think? I'm sorry I cut you off. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it's the year 2000. You know, we're all waking up when it's, uh, it's, a, new, it's a new world, a new, uh, a new, a new millennium. Uh, we you survived know. Y2K. We survived Y2K. If you don't know what that is, you're still too young to be watching this and go look it up. Um, yeah, just do your homework and research, kids. Um, I'm gonna say, you know what? Put this, put the 2001 at D. I was thinking the same thing. I'm gonna say, like, good production value. Yes, but the show itself is just kind of forgettable too. I mean, no one really the, when people think about the year 2000 or half, they don't really think about the halftime show. No, they think about a bunch of other things. So we are putting the Disney Millennium Celebration in detail. All right, fair enough. Plus, it was Disney doing it too. It's not like it was like. And, but I'll say this: what Disney, their halftime shows were horrible. To be fair, this was the best of them. But if okay. you watch Disney's other halftime shows, that's really not saying much. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like five years, like the the thing with the parks thing. Five years earlier, they did that. Except they did it like an Indiana Jones theme thing. Yeah. To promote an Indiana Jones stunt show at their parks. Yeah, but who who's gonna like who cares about that when it comes to football? You know what I mean? I know you would probably get a kick out of it. I saw the Indiana Jones stunt show when it was at like Disneyland or whatever, when it was in Florida. I forget what one it was. Disney World is Florida, Disneyland's California. Sorry, Disney World, but we were like, we were like um the shows one. That's not Epcot. What is that? That's um not Magic Kingdom. That's a different one. So. Anyway, yeah, or anyway. Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, Hollywood Studios. Thank okay, you. which formerly used to be MGM. Now we're moving on to Super Bowl Thirty Five. First of all, this was a tough Super Bowl. My beloved New York Giants got destroyed. So bummer. So that was that was rough. Thirty-four to seven was the final score. Yeah, so us, giant, us, us Giants fans are really upset about that one. Stuff. We don't we'll discuss that, that game, but anyway, we don't. We're not here to discuss the game. We're here to discuss the halftime show. And who performed, Bill? The halftime show was an interesting mix. It was in sync. Okay. Aerosmith. Ooh. With special guest Britney Spears. Wow. Mary J. Blige. And Nelly. Wow. You want to talk about it at, at the time, a 2001 like lineup of Super Bowl halftime uh, for a Super Bowl halftime show? This is good, a pretty good contender. And plus, Aerosmith was just coming off of this hit single, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, and Jaded were, was just out too. So they were on top of the world at the time too. The show started with NSYNC doing Bye 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 from their yeah. Nash album, No Strings Attached. Right. And then Aerosmith comes on and does I Don't Want to Miss the Thing. Yep. And then InSync comes back and does It's Gonna Be Me. 
Mm -hmm. It's gonna be me. And the end of It's Gonna Be Me, Steven Tyler actually sings that last, It's Gonna Be Me. I'm like, well, fun. that's fun. And then yeah. they come on and do Jaded. And then the grand finale is In Sync and Aerosmith doing Walk This Way with special guests Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. Hmm. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say about the show. This show, what I like about this show is that it is the show carry, the show ties in to, it just ties into everything. And if you're older, you have Aerosmith and Mary J. Blige. If you're younger, you have NSYNC and Britney Spears and Nelly. Yeah. So this show knows how to cater to different demographics. Of different genres, too, mind you. Yes. So I think that's what makes this show good. JT, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm not going to go into my ranking just yet, but I, I do agree to a lot of the points you were saying. I mean, Aerosmith was on top of the world at this point with I Don't, don't Want to Miss a Thing. Jaded was a huge hit single on the Hot 100 in 2001. You're talking about a band from the 70s, guys. Had a huge hit called Jaded in like 2001, 2002 in most markets. Um, and yet it acts like Britney Spears and Nelly just kind of in there to help out, I guess, you know, to help out the people. To help out Aerosmith a little bit, but then again, Aerosmith does not need help. Neither does in the time instinct too, but yeah. Um, I'm going to say, but I, I mean, Steven Tyler still Steven Tyler. I just saw uh, two years ago now, I saw Aerosmith at Fenway Park for their 50th anniversary show, and they these guys still are in just incredible performers, um, hands down. Because um, as I mentioned before, we're in the New York area, and I drove all, all the way to Boston to see the show, and they were incredible. So but if I, I'm going to rank the, this show, I'm actually going to put this in an A-tier show, okay. but that's me. I, I was thinking A or B, but I think A is fair because this – yeah. Because this was a show, again, it had all different genres. Yeah. It catered to different demographics. Absolutely. And I think it did a very good job. So we are putting them in eight here. Oh, wait. Nope, nope, not. It was not that good. <laughs> it was good. It wasn't that good. But yeah, it definitely Eight here. So, okay. So that is an eight here. The next one. Okay. Oh, powerful performance. Yes. First, a little history lesson. The The Super Bowl halftime show that year was supposed to be Janet Jackson. Oh, don't worry. We'll talk about her a little later. Don't worry. We'll get to that. Um we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, we promise. But um oh, yeah. Anyway, then uh September 11, 2001, the terrorist attacks. I'm hearing two different stories. Um, one the the one story is the NFL said, "Janet, would you mind taking a rain check? We want to go a different direction for the halftime show this year." And the other story was that Janet Jackson voluntarily pulled out because she didn't feel safe. She actually canceled her world tour that year because she didn't feel safe going on a plane, like most people didn't after nine eleven. Yeah. So the NFL had to scramble for a new halftime show. 
and an NFL executive went to go see you two at Madison Square Garden. Yep. And and this was like one of the few concerts happening in New York after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And he was so moved about how he paid, about how you two paid tribute to the victims of the attack. Yep. And being so moved, the NFL asked you two to do the halftime show. And yep. they did. And JT, what can we say about it? I mean, can I share my thoughts for a moment? Absolutely. Okay. So for the, to, to back up Bill's story for this, it was 2002 when the halftime show was, because it was shortly after the September 11th attacks. And to Bill's point, he actually is correct. That is the, to my knowledge, that is the correct story about how the NFL was looking for another halftime show. And what Bono and U2 did was, uh, for New York City, was in one of the concerts shortly after uh, the September 11th attacks, was uh, they what well, if you've seen the YouTube halftime show from 2002? If you have not seen it, watch it, it's actually very moving and powerful. Um, despite whatever you might think about U2, it's a very powerful performance. Um, because what Bono and what they did was they put the names of the uh victims and the pilots and everyone who died on the planes crashing into the twin towers, and also um, the the the, uh, the flight going into uh. That was to the Pentagon, and also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the the, 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 the one that go the one that crashed in Pennsylvania. They put the names of every single person up on a giant, um, like cloth, or and they lit the name the they lit the names up of all the victims of the terrorist attacks to the United States that day. Um, and they had and to Bill's point, the NFL did see that. The one NFL executive said, you know, this might be what the might might be what the Super Bowl needs now. So they put you two as the halftime show. And on the they, they played Beautiful Day, and then yeah. they did where the, where the Streets Have No Name with this backdrop behind it. And if you've not seen the performance, I do recommend you check it out from 2002. You see it. And, it's, and, it's what so, and with the names, when they did it at the Garden, a lot of the crew were saying, maybe we shouldn't do that. It's a little too soon. And when they did it at the Super Bowl, because Bono said, I wanted to show that these were people, not statistics. Yep, exactly. But these were people with names who had family and and friends. Exactly, yeah. Um, and was moving. And that's why we wanted to show their names because these were people, not statistics. And yeah. of course, and, the, and nobody knew he had this. I think you told me this, and I've seen it. Like near the end yeah. of the song, he takes out his jacket and he lifts out his jacket, and there was an American flag stitched in the jacket. Yeah, like if you watch the super the performance from the halftime show, uh, Bono lifts up the the inside of his jacket as lace as an American flag, and the camera zooms in on it too. And the post nine eleven crowd went insane. They erupted with applause. You, you could probably they were they were standing up cheering USA USA. Yep. And yeah, because and also this was the first Super Bowl to take place in February because. Right. Be, as a result of the attack, they had to cancel week. They postponed games from what would have been week two of the season, and they had to push the Super Bowl back a week. Yeah, and because the Super Bowl was usually held the last Sunday in January, then the next year was held the last Sunday in January again, and then from two thousand four on until twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one, it was the. First Sunday in February, and then until 2022, 
the NFL added another game on to their schedule. So it's now the second Sunday in February. But Correct. yeah, Uh, so this performance was absolutely, you know what it was? I think this show, it wasn't too somber. No. But it wasn't too tacky. Yep. I think this show was appropriate for the time. And I think it was just very tasteful. And it was just a wonderful tribute to those who lost their lives on that terrible day. Mm-hmm. So I personally would put the show in S tier. What do you think? Could not agree more. Yeah. So you two is going in S tier. Yeah. And like I said, if you haven't seen the actual show, like go on YouTube, just like a 2002 Super Bowl halftime show, and you'll see what we're talking about with the, the, the lights and the projecting and stuff like that of the names. It's really, really beautiful. So it's It was a wonderful tribute to those who we lost on that day. Yeah. Um, 2003. Okay. What was that? 2003? Yep. Super Bowl 37. Yeah. This, this one. Okay. This was Shania Twain. No doubt. And a special appearance by Sting. And remember, JT, he was Sting with the police. The police. Guys, Sting, Sting was, was with the police. the police. For those of you who don't know, uh, Sting, the guy, the guy who uh, sings the song uh, Fields of Gold and the Englishman in New York, he was in the band called The Police. Did you know that, Bill? Didn't know that. Hey, JT, Sting. Was What's in the, in police? the police. Sting uh, was in the police. Yeah, that's an inside joke with us. Believe me, it's just we'll, we'll explain later. We'll explain another time. Okay. Um, anyway. but Shania Twain, Sting, and who else was it? No doubt, Gwen. Stone. No doubt. Thank you. Okay. And Definitely. what I'm about to say, JT, I don't mean this as an insult. Please don't no. take it. I'm four years older than JT, so I'm a little more familiar with some of these acts. It's all good. I'm not saying that to put you down. I'm just saying, you know, it's a fact. I'm a little more familiar because I grew up during this time. So, yeah, you were, I was three or four, you were seven or eight. No big deal. So, I was, so I'm a little more familiar with some of these acts than JT is. Um, okay. So, Shania Twain started up with the song Man Feels Like a Woman. And then her song at the time, Up. And then No Doubt comes on, which is led by Gwen Stefani. I know you've heard of her, JT. Of course, Gwen Stefani. I mean, come on. Oh, that's my shit. All the girls are being like. You know that song? I'm just a girl. Yep. She ad-libbed the part. I'm just a girl in the Super Bowl. Wow. What a step down from you two. I'm just kidding. Yeah. And then Sting came on at the end and her, him and Gwen Stefani did Message in a Bottle together. That was awesome. I, 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 did, I didn't see this show until you showed it to me. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So Okay. Here's my thoughts. Talk to me. I think the part with Shania Twain, listen, I think she's very talented. I think her part was just kind of boring I could, I, I could, I could see that. Okay, her kind of sh- her show is just kind of boring. Oh, yeah. She I just mean... did two songs, 
And like, I'm not saying she's not. I actually do like "Man Feels Like a Woman." It is a fun song. Um, yeah, it's a great but song. To but, and then like, to me, I would say if you would skip Shania Twain's part and go right from "No Doubt" on, yeah, then you have a somewhat decent show. I agree. So to me, the show is just kind of was just kind of forgettable in my opinion. Like the the part with no doubt and Sting, that part was cool. Right, of course. Like Gwen Stefani did good, and I really liked their version of Message in a Bottle. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the show, just in my personal opinion, JT, I know you have yours, but I just didn't really think this show was that memorable. Can I be honest with you, Bill? Yes. I didn't realize that should I knew should I did a halftime show. I didn't know the all these other people were in the halftime show with her until we did our um viewing to do this tier. So. Yeah, I made a playlist on YouTube and made JT watch all of this. Um <laughs> Yeah, I did a lot of homework for this guy's. Yeah, and he's done good. So Oh yeah. Anyway, I just I don't know how to rank this thing. I'm thinking like C or D range. What do you think? I'm thinking Put it at C. Okay. Because 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 of Sting's performance of Mesh in a Bottle, which I've seen Sting live twice. Uh just put him at that, that kind of held it up more for me. But yeah, put it at C. It's fine. Yeah, that kind of saved the show from being a sh and listen, yeah. Gwen Stefani's performance of I'm just a girl. That part was actually not bad. No, it wasn't. Gwen and Sting saved the show. Oh, good, good, good job, Gwen and Sting. Gordon and Sting. remember, Sting, Sting was in the police. Police. Okay. Yes. All the police. So now. Okay, you know I kind of feel bad for this show because it's stuck between two memorable shows. U 2s which we said was phenomenal. Yes, very moving. Yep. And then you have this next show that's memorable for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, it was the Janet Jackson one. Okay, we got to talk about it. Yes, we, have to, we, we have to talk about it. Let's not talk about it too much, though, but yeah, we can talk about it. Let's. What do you mean, let's not too much? I don't know. Let's just go with it. <laughs> okay. So for those of you who are younger than me and JT. And me, yep. As we just said, Janet Jackson was originally supposed to headline Super Bowl thirty six. But then 9-11 happened, and we just told you what happened. If you didn't know that, you weren't paying attention. Correct. Pay attention. Always. So Janet Jackson finally got her rain check, and she was set to be the headliner at Super Bowl 38 with special guest P. Diddy. Oh, yeah. Nelly. Yep. Again? <laughs> Poor Nelly. Kid Rock. Oh, God. And, of course, Justin Timberlake. How can we forget? You know, this show, we'll talk about the incident in a second, but this show just has 2,000s written all over it. Absolutely. And in the beginning of the show, you had Jessica Simpson with the University of Houston band. Yep. Well, they're playing, I like the way you move. I like the way. And he goes, because you stand together. 
Jessica Simpson, she was the NFL's original, original Taylor Swift. (laughs) Oh, God. Now, because Jessica Simpson, for those of you who are too young to remember, she was a actress and a singer. And she used to date Tony Romo, who was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And also is now a commentator on CBS. And he's terrible. Um, But she always used to go to the games like what Taylor Swift is now doing for Travis Kelsey. So she did it first, Taylor. She did it first. That's no just to Taylor Swift, but we're just saying. She did it first. Jessica did it first. But anyway, so... So then it starts with Janet Jackson doing a song, and then it cuts right to P. Diddy and Nelly hearing the cheerleaders go, Oh, Diddy, you're so fine, you're so fine, you break my mind, hey, Diddy. And then, hey, Nelly, hey, Nelly, you're so fine. I'm like, this has 2000s written over it. Yes, a lot of 2000s in it. And then Kid Rock, the bang, the bang, you know that song. Yeah. He comes on and that's my name is Dan. Dan. And then Janet Jackson comes on, does Rhythm Nation. Yep. And then the moment everyone talks about to this day, Justin Timberlake comes on and they're doing Rock my, Rock Your Body. You better rock your body. Get to, get to me. Talk to me, boy. Yeah. I don't need. And then it happened. Bill, what happened? Let's just say this line first. I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. And he rips off a piece of Janet Jackson's outfit and yep. it showed her nipple. Yeah, but just for a fair one, we keep our show PG-13. Sorry about that. We're just <laughs> giving you context of what happened. You can watch it too. It's online probably. Yeah, it is on YouTube. That's and... The whole, I don't know how much of this you remember, JT, but. Not much. This was, I was only nine. I was almost 10. But I remember this was everywhere. Everyone was talking about it. Everybody on news stations, everyone on. Yeah. Everyone on the late night shows were constantly taking jabs at her. Yeah, it was rough. And. It was, this was everywhere. And let me tell you, folks, social media was barely in its infancy at this point. YouTube didn't get invented to the next year. Yeah, February 14th, 2005. So you, so this was everywhere. This was everywhere. And this garnered 540,000 FCC complaints. Wow. That's that's a lot. And and the FCC, you think they let this go? Nope. Of course they didn't. The FCC first of all, they find Viacom, who owns CBS. Oh god, yeah. $27,000 for every CBS station that showed this. Oh, my God. For everyone. And then when 
And then they find CVS. First, it was a couple thousand. Then it went up to 325,000. You think that's the end of it? How much they ended up finding, finding them? How much, Bill? $550,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. They find CBS $550,000 for this. Yikes. And big yikes. And, but years later, CBS actually took the FCC to court. Basically, we're not going to pay you that much money. And the court threw out the fine. Oh, wow. So CBS was almost out over half a million dollars. That's a wow. And the impact on this, like there were shows like they were trying to crack down on nudity, on intimacy on TV. Like they oh, really. Yeah, they, they really went down on them. Yeah, they went. Yeah, but this went in this guy. Yeah. But no. You know what? The show itself. I kind of feel bad because the rest of the show, in my opinion, was decent. Yeah. And they got overshadowed by this. I think everyone talks about the mistake, but they don't acknowledge the performance that was. Yeah, so what do you think of the performance that was aside from, you know, this? I'm going to say put it at C, because if you put it at C, I kind of, eh, well, put it at C. Okay. Put, put this halftime show at C, in my opinion, because... There were good parts, but everyone talks about the bad part. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I If you take that out, I would have put it at B tier. But oh, this, okay. I can see why. Let, I don't know. C or B? Hmm. Uh, well, nah, definitely not B in my opinion. Definitely not B. Let's put it at S. No, I'm just kidding. Let's put it at S tier. Next to you too, right? It's the second best one ever, right? But um no, because I think people more talk about this than the actual show. They talk about what happened compared to the actual show. Exactly. Yeah, poor Janet Jackson, she was basically scarlet lettered. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Like the next week she was supposed to perform the Grammy, she got canceled. Oh god, yeah. And and radio stations actually refused to play her music. That's even worse. But you gotta look at it this way. It wasn't exactly her fault. It doesn't seem like fault. Well, I wouldn't even blame him. There was supposed to be a bra underneath. Oh, it was just an accident, yeah. And, you know, even the FCC chairman, years later, he said, yeah, that I was a little too harsh on them. Um, yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah you FCC. find CBS over, over half a million dollars, buddy. That is a little overreacting. Um, That's a bit much. And But he goes, it wasn't her fault. Yeah. So, okay, that's where the infamous is. The infamous... Halftime show, Janet Jackson. Okay, and I, 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 have, I have to say something about this next one in two thousand what four? Five. Right, well, five? I need to give you some context. Go ahead. Two thousand five Super Bowl halftime show. Talk to me. Okay, after the after we all saw Janet Jackson's nipples, the NFL decided to go a different direction when it comes to the halftime shows. A safer bet too. For the next five years, the NFL had no current artist and no female artist. 
Yeah, I didn't even know that until now. I didn't. I didn't see that until now. The the NFL decided to wait. Okay, you know what? I'm going to be honest. For the next five years, I think they may have overreacted a little bit. I mean, the NFL didn't. They wanted people to forget about it pretty quick, and they made made like, sure of that. I would say for the next at least year or two, I would have said, okay, you know what? Let's play it safe this year, and we'll we'll reconvene, and maybe next year we'll go back to having current artists. But I mean, the names they got though were like some of the biggest of all. You get like McCartney, The Stones, Prince, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, The Who, and then they went to Madonna after that. We'll get to that later. But yeah. Okay. So anyway, the NFL decided to go into a safer direction for Super Bowl Thirty Nine, and they got Sir Paul McCartney. Woo! So, and listen, both of us have seen him in concert. I've seen him twice. I hate you. Nah, I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. Um, Next time I'll take you, I promise. Yeah. But Paul McCartney, he was just Paul McCartney. There was no special guests. It was just him and his band. Yep. His, his band with him, yep. He played Drive My Car. Yeah. Get Back. Uh-huh. Live and Let Die. Which was great. And then he concluded with Hey Jude. Yeah, awesome. Great halftime show. This was a pretty good halftime show. For 2005, of course. It was incredible. You know, because the world wanted to forget about... Yeah, I think the NFL reacted. Who should we get that's not like going to slip up? Oh, Paul McCartney. Why not, you know? Oh, he's 60-something years old. He's not going to do anything. At the time, yeah. But um, but anyway, um, the show I thought was good. I thought yeah. it was a nice palate cleanser for after the previous year. I agree. It was nice. Let's let's wipe the slate clean, kind of thing. It was like, see, we'll get Paul McCartney. See, you guys aren't remember what happened. What nipple? What nipple? We don't remember any nipples. Um, yeah, but. You know, to me, it's like you and I, we could say this with a bias because we're both big Beatles fans. And Wings and Solo, yep. And Paul McCartney fans. Yeah. But I to am. like a general person who may not be that big of a fan, this show they might find kind of boring. That's a fair point. I mean, I, I, we, we can't see that, but some people could probably. Yeah, from our perspective, this is why I'm having a hard time ranking this. Because from our perspective, we could probably put this at A, B, whatever. But from a, for a more general person, they would probably say, like, yeah, this wasn't really my type of thing. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. It was still a great show, though. Oh, it was lot. still a really good show. I think Paul did well. I think so, too. All right, so where should we rank this puppy? Put it at A. I was thinking B, but okay. Um, okay, no. Tell me why. Okay, because just again, maybe because the show was a little more toned down than most shows are. Right, okay. But he still, you know what? He still put on a pretty good performance. So yeah. You know what? Yeah, we'll put it in A. What the heck? He's Paul McCartney. What do you expect? Sorry, Paul. Are you kidding? Okay. I'm sorry. Terrible accent. Next, Super Bowl uh, 40. The 
the Rolling Stones. And go ahead. What is it? I mean, it's the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I mean, like, well, why it has an interest. This one has an interesting backstory. Do tell. It was okay when the NFL announced that it was that they were playing in the Rolling Stones because it was going to be in Detroit. The city of Detroit, the good folks of the city of Detroit were not happy. Really? They were not happy because they weren't incorporating because they weren't incorporating sounds from Detroit and artists from Detroit. Like Bob Seger? Bob Seger, Motown, Eminem. Oh, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. That was the first controversy, which seems like the least of the problems. There's two more. What are they, Bill? Number two, the Rolling Stones wanted to play primarily stuff from their new album at the time. A uh, bigger bang, yep. But the but the NFL said no, play the hits. But they tell. reached a compromise and said, "Okay, can we play one song from our new album?" It was, it was out of control, right? It was no rough justice. Rough justice. Sorry, thank you. Saying, can we play? We'll play one song. For, can we play one song from our new album? And I said, okay, fine. Um, and then the big one, the big controversy. The Anna, the Rolling Stones put in their set list. It was gonna. It was start me up. Mm -hmm. Rough justice, and of course the big finale. Satisfaction. Yes. And, and you heard what he said right before they played. He goes, we could have played this back in Super Bowl one. Oh, God. And two, and those songs had some sexual innuendos. Lyrics. Yeah. And the NFL was still in panic mode from Nipplegate. Oh, God. They were still in panic mode from Nipplegate. They're like, they said, you better fix these or else. And the Stones said, not happening. And they went back and forth to the point where Roger Goodell, who's the commissioner now, but back then he was like the second in command. Yeah. He threatened to cancel the Stones and find a last minute replacement. Wow. And this wasn't like a month before the Super Bowl. This wasn't like a week before the Super Bowl. Dude, this was a couple days before it. Jesus, that's yikes. How are you going to find someone in a couple days? You're not going to. It's it, it's like near impossible. So the NFL, ABC, that was Aaron the game. Mm -hmm. And the Stones reached a compromise. And the compromise would be that when the, that there would be a five second delay, and when they would get to the explicitive lyrics, they would mute Mick Jagger's microphone. Oh wow! They mute Mick Jagger's microphone, and the Stones reluctantly agreed. Mm. They didn't want to, but they said, and they were also concerned that Jagger was gonna. 
make some explicit ad-libs to the crowd. And, There's a reason why they're called the baddest band of all time. Yeah, you know what? I gotta say, this, Roger Goodell, you guys kind of put this on yourselves. You really did. You're you're all sitting there thinking, oh, well, we gotta play it safe. We gotta play Think it. Think of the children. We gotta play it totally safe. We we still we're still in panic mode from when people saw nipples. And you're gonna get the Rolling Stones. That's like the dumbest thing to do. What could be worse, but like, what if they got like if they got like Marilyn Manson or something? That'd be like that'd be horrendous. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Okay, but but yeah, the show itself it it's basically like a standard concert. It's a standard Stones concert. I mean, I've seen the Rolling Stones live once. I'm seeing them again. Later this year in May, and I'm stoked about that. Are you getting any satisfaction from this? I'm going to get some satisfaction then, buddy. Don't worry. Which is the most recognizable chords ever. The doom, 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 But um, so they can the, the show get any satisfaction? Uh, let's see. By the way, you just referred to the riff heard around the world. Just saying. Um. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna put it at B. I'm thinking the same thing, actually. All right, um, let's put let's put it at B. I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was good. It was very good, very good, very good performance. Yeah. Okay. Now the next one. Wow. Two thousand what six? Yes. Well, the two thousand six season. This was in two thousand seven. The show. Oh, seven. Yes. So I remember when this was on TV. What was that? I remember when they performed on this is when I was like I started to pay attention. This show, it started with Let's Go Crazy. Of course. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Doom doom doom. Let's go crazy. And they played and he played 1999 and a version of Proud Mary. Yep. And then he did All on the Watchtower and The Best of You by the Foo Fighters, which is. And then he closes with. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. And do you remember the stage just lit up purple and then it just started raining? Yeah, that that was actually really cool. That that's that was awesome. I when I was because I was rewatching again today. Like I watched these shows like a bunch of different times just to just to get ready for tonight's stream. Yeah, I must have rewatched these shows like five times. Um, but there were a, a YouTube comment saying, "You know, it's good when God is providing your special effects." That's true. God is providing your special effects, JT. Yes, he is. And then one was, this was a, this was a show that they said, Prince won Super Bowl 41. I could not agree more. Prince won Super Bowl 41. Yeah. So, I, I think I know what you're thinking. What's here we talking about, Bill? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Are we thinking S? I'm thinking S. Are you thinking S? I 
Man, yes, 100%. You know why? Why? To me, this is the best halftime show they've ever done. Would you even more it? than even, even more than Super Bowl 43, bud? Even more. Oh, we'll get don't worry, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get um, to that in a little bit in 2009. But yeah, go ahead. Okay, would you put this above or below you two? Uh, put it at, at S, yeah. Would you put it above or? Oh, oh, um, equivalent. It, it was just, it was, it was just so good. Like, like kids today don't understand how good this uh, this halftime show was. This is what the halftime show should be. It shouldn't be like, you know, what it is now. A joke, in my opinion. So. Oh, don't worry. We'll talk about those in a little a little later. Yeah, like post Coldplay and Lady Gaga got really weird. Yeah. I I feel like there are some we're gonna have disagreements on and we might need to compromise on. Um oh, no, we'll talk about those too. We'll get um, we get to those. But um anyway, I think Prince a football game was allowed at a Prince concert. Yeah, absolutely. So I, think, I really think so too. Okay. Next. Super Bowl 42. First of all, one of the greatest days of my life. Yes, Bill. The New York Giants beating the 18 and 0 New England Patriots. That was one of the greatest days of my life. It was great. It was really great. 18 and uh-oh. Oh, it sucks to suck, New England. Oh, I got my dad a shirt that said 18 wins and one giant loss. Ooh. Oh, that was the greatest day of my life. It was a great day. It like, a- one day, if I get married or and if I have a child, I'm going to look my child in the, uh, in the eye saying, you know what, kid, I love you, but this is only the third greatest day of my life. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, because it kind of reminds me, I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent here. My friend who's a Bills fan, uh-huh. he said there will be three times I cry in my life. When I get married, when I have a kid, and when the Bills finally win a Super Bowl. Amen. So. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. But Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Come Tom on. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. This show, okay. It's a standard show. Standard show. I agree with that. It's a step down from... To me, it's underwhelming just because you had Prince the year before. Yeah. I mean, it was not bad, though. Don't get me. It was not bad. But I will say, though, it was like just not as up to par as Prince. Right? I personally would put this in B tier. What do you think? I was thinking the same exact thing, but... Hey, guess what that means? One, One, two, three. Well, are you buying dinner or am I buying dinner? We'll talk about that later. But yes, we will. Tom Petty the Heartbreakers. Which I never I never saw Tom Petty live. Is that like one of your biggest regrets? And them and Van Halen and uh, Meatloaf too. But yeah, so but yeah. Okay. The right. next one, I, you know, I know JT's gonna. This is Super Bowl Forty Three. F tier? No, I'm just kidding. I'm so kidding. Um, I would fight you to the death. <laughs> Super Bowl Forty Three, Bruce Springsteen and the heart stopping JT. You know it. 
The hard stopping, pants dropping, earth shocking, hard rocking, booty shaking, Super Bowl quick, and history making, legendary E Street Band. I want you to, for the next 12 minutes, I want you to, uh, we're going to bring the righteous and almighty power of the E Street Band into your beautiful home. I want you to step back from the guacamole dip. I want you to put the chicken fingers down. And I want you to turn your televisions all the way way up. And and ask everybody, is there anybody alive out there? (laughs) You know what? I'm impressed with this, though. I remember being in the... um, car the morning of this Super Bowl. Yeah. And I was listening to the fan and they were saying like, yep, okay, out because Bruce Springsteen's songs are known for being long. <laughs> and they're like, what's he going to, because he's got 12 minutes. What's he going to do? Exactly. He's got 12, what is he going to do? Like, okay, can you do this song? I don't know if he can do this song. He could probably do Born to Run if he does it very fast. And he's, he they shortened, he he shortened four songs. Them. And this was this was a really good show. I agree. This was good. It was so entertaining too. It's just you know it's like it's one of those shows that I can go back and watch. Oh yeah. I went back and watched it like when I was re-watching for this. Yeah. This was better than when I first watched it. It's it's very entertaining, Bill. <laughs> like when I first watched it, I was like, "Okay, it's good," but I'm like, "No." At the and end, fireworks! Oh my god! You know what the fun thing is? I love near the end the banter between Bruce and Steve. Oh, Steve Van Zandt, of course. When he's like, "It's quitting time," but no, no, and then he goes, "We're gonna get a penalty, delay a game." <laughs> what time is it? It's, it's boss time. time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, so the set list was 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Yep. Born to Run. Born to Run. Working on a Dream. Working on a Dream and Glory Days. And Glory Days. It was awesome. And he fit all that in 12 minutes. And he shortened the songs. Each song was probably like two minutes tops. Maybe. Or is he? When 10th Avenue Freeze, I remember. Now, this is the important part. Change is made of town when the big <laughs> man joined the band. Join the band. Is that song about oh, the sick. formation of the E Street Band or? Yes. It's about, it's about the band coming together. Because the big man, of course, yeah, is that's... Clarence. Rest in peace, Clarence. We miss you. Um, R.I.P. Clarence Clemens. All right. So, what are you thinking? I'm thinking A, and here's why I'm thinking A. Okay, I'm thinking A too. Why? Because it, it was two key reasons. Number one, iconicness of like just him screaming at the TV, uh, at the cameras, and mind you, sliding his groin into a TV camera, which was hysterical. <laughs> and um, just the overall performance was great. And also the rewatchability. Like you said, you can go back and rewatch this halftime show like a lot. Yeah, you really can. Yeah. And was it, it was the Steelers and the Cardinals? Cardinals, thank you. So the boss is in A tier. The boss is A tier halftime. Okay. So wait, would you put this above McCartney and in sync and all of them or 
Uh, about the same or a little, a, a little bit more, just a tad bit more. Not, not by much, but just a little bit. Over McCartney or over Insync? Uh, over. Wait, over Mc. Yeah, over yeah that way. Yep, there you go. So uh, definitely you, over Insync. Was it better? Wait, you put it over Insync? Over Aerosmith too. Yeah, I mean, just for the entertainment purpose of it, like Steve Delay of Game. I, I still hear it in my head to this day. Okay. So, yeah. There you go. Like that. Yeah, that's good. Sorry, for those of you watching us, listening, you won't be able to see this, but yeah. Okay. So, Super Bowl 44, The Who. The Who. Dun, dun, dun. The Who. One of my favorite bands of all time. And we saw them in concert together. Yeah, I've seen them, I think, twice. You saw them with me uh, uh, together. Yep, I remember that. So, anyway. Yeah. Can I just? I'm gonna come out swinging right now. I'm, I'm thinking B. Okay, that's fair because you know, I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah. Tell because me I was thinking between B and C, and here's why. Why? Because. But here's why I'm kind of leaning more towards B. Because I don't know if you knew this, Roger Daltrey, he had um sur- vocal module sur- surgery, so that's why he sounded a little shaky. Oh, really? Okay. But he was still able to put on a decent show. Oh, they were fantastic. And they did good. So I am going to put, I think B tier is fair. I think B is a fair tier for them, yep. Well, my friend, we're going into that era now. Well, oh wait, would you put this over Penny in the Rolling Stones? Or yeah, well, we're stalling the inevitable right now, so uh, equivalent. I think the Stones should be the first one there, and then Tom Petty, and then the Who. So, so right just, just, just leave it the way it is. Yeah. All right, my friend. Madonna. Okay. Was it Madonna? Right? No, no. Oh, that's right. This was this one. Okay, we got to give you some more context. Oh, I forgot about this for a sec. I, I didn't realize it was this one. Oh, my God. Okay, here's oh, what God. happened. Oh, no. After, guess what? The Naplegate panic is over! Let's go back to terrible halftime shows. Well, here's kidding. what happened. The, the NFL realized, one, the Who halftime show actually got horrible reviews. Did it really? Yeah, the critics didn't like it. Well, that sucks. And they decided, you know what? I think it's time. And the NFL realized that they were losing younger viewers during the halftime shows. Yeah, screw you, you younger viewers. You guys don't know real music. Because I I don't really think about these people this way. Like, I've seen three of them in concert. I've seen Paul. I've seen Bruce. I've seen The Who. Yeah. Um, But... They, they were thinking, the young people think that they don't want to sit here and watch these dinosaurs. These older acts, correct. That we want to, you know, we should get the hit new stuff that the kids are listening to. We should get the stuff that they play on the radio. And they got the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> this is going to go well. And okay, listen, it makes sense. You know, they were still a relatively popular group at the time. And what, 2012? 10. No, 11. This was 2011. This is when um uh, that song, um, what is that? Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it. It's that bad, huh? 
No, 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 it's not that bad. It's um, and tonight's gonna be a uh, good night. That's uh, why, why can't I think of the name of that song? Oh, it's called um, why am I drawing a blank on it? I got a feeling. I got thank you. I got a feeling it was it came out in 2009 when Bruce was doing the halftime show. That song came out. So this show was still, they were still relatively popular. They were pretty, they were on top of the world at the time, you know? So what happened? Um, Talk to me. Okay. The NFL got the Black Eyed Peas. And the show itself was like, okay, I'm going to be fair with them about something. It wasn't entirely their fault. No. The sound people should have not had a job after that. Exactly. Uh, the rest of the show, okay, they, there was a part, okay, the set list they started out with, I got a feeling. Yep. They just, and then they had, um, they had special guests slash yeah. Okay, seeing Slash was pretty cool, but he's not with Guns and Roses. But then him at her and Slash did a very awkward version of Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. yeah. And and Fergie doing a terrible impression of Axel Rose. Yeah. He got his I'm like, oh my God, shut this up. I'm like it was just cringy and fresh and just the way they were singing they just didn't really sound pump it yeah pump it i'm like oh it was it was the beginning of the end this was when okay this is an era when it's not like there weren't good halftime shows there were some but this is when things got weird yeah but and and then Usher, okay, Slash made no sense. Usher, that makes made sense. no sense either. No, actually, it did because him and Will I Am released a song the year before together. All right, that's fair, but still. Oh, I wonder where we would put Usher on this list after because he's headlining this Sunday. F. Oh, he's gonna be in either D or F. Is like as Justin said, he hasn't had a hit since last the beginning of last decade. Yeah, why we have his halftime show? Stupid. Okay, but anyway. But the Black Eyed Peas... The show, okay, Usher made sense because him and Will I Am released a song the year before, so that made sense, but... Yeah. The rest of this show was just... And they just seemed so plastic, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It just seemed so fake. Mm-hmm. And this show was, and listen, again, it's not entirely their fault. Like, sound techs probably don't have a job anymore. Probably not. So, but anyway, I don't even think we have to think twice about this. Is this a D or is this an F? This is an F. What do yeah, you F. F, F, time show. F, F, F. 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 Okay, now moving on to Super Bowl 46. The second time the Giants beat the Patriots. Yes. Yes, take that, Tom Brady. I still hate you, Tom Brady. Yeah, um, Eli Manning's the GOAT. Get out of here. But anyway. Sorry. 
Anyways. Super Bowl 46 halftime show starring friend of the show, Madonna. <laughs> I think she was, she did a good job. I actually think she did. She was head she was head for um she was headlining. She was headlining. Her special guests were Nicki Minaj, MIA, yeah, LMFAO. At the time, yeah. And LMFAO and CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. I thought her entrance was cool. I agree, actually, yeah. And listen, regardless how you feel about Madonna, like she was like 50-something years old at the time. Yeah. no, she, she can she's, still move. She's, she can still move now, apparently, which is crazy, so. Yeah, but I don't like, did you hear that she went, that she did a show and she kept the audience waiting for like three hours? Yeah, that, we're not going to talk about that, but yeah. But anyway, but the one criticism I'll give is with LMFAO, when they were going, every day I'm shuffling, and she was like, well, I'll give her credit that she could do that. Like, good for her. But still, yeah. I'm like, I feel like she's like that mom who's desperately trying to get into her kids' music. Probably, yeah. Like, Look at me, honey. I'm dancing to the music you and your friends dance to. All oh, right, so cool. I'm such a cool mom. Literally, that is like, uh, yes. Like, have you ever seen it's a meme with it's Steve Buscemi? How do you do, fellow kids? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? Um. Yeah. But you know what? That aside, I actually think she did a very good job. I actually agree. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking A tier. What do you think? I wouldn't go that high. I was thinking like B or A or B, one of the two. Okay. Well, is there, wait a minute, is there anybody in the chat board? No, unfortunately. People. Um, you know what? Put, I'm not trying to sound sexist either, but put her, put her at A. It's fine. I take that back. Yeah, okay, I think A tier. We'll it was still the Madonna halftime show. It was not like it was like the LMFAO halftime show. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and you know, I think she played off of them pretty well. I agree, yeah. Okay. Okay. Next one. 47. You know, the NFL goes from avoiding female acts. To having nothing but them. To having two consecutive female acts. This was Beyonce's year, right? Beyonce. Yeah, you go first. Okay, one. She's got a voice. You got to agree. She's got a freaking voice. She does. And I think the show was great. And also, there was a special appearance from two of the other members of Destiny's Child. That's and right. Most of you who are watching this probably don't know who Destiny's Child is. Beyonce was a member of that. Beyonce was in Destiny's Child, guys. Before she became what she is today. Yeah, before she became Queen B, she was. And then she, and then in the music world, she's been dethroned by Tay Tay. Um, literally. So, Taylor Swift. Anyway, I'm thinking between. S or A. I thought she did a very good job. I don't know what you think, JT. Uh, definitely not S. Okay. It's hard to top Prince and U2s, especially with U2 at the time, you know. Uh, I'm put, put her at A. A! 
A for Beyonce. And this is come from a guy who doesn't even like Beyonce to begin with. Yeah, you don't like Beyonce? I... Okay, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, and it might be a controversial one, too. I cannot build... This is just me. I cannot tell the difference between Rihanna and Beyonce. As far as their voice goes. If I hear them, I cannot tell who it is. I really can't. And I, the, you're listening to a guy who can differentiate anyone by voice, whether it be Michael Bublé, whether it be Prince, whether it be Michael Jackson, whether it be you know George Michael. Whether well, it be if a, I played George... you a Beyonce and a Rihanna song, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. What's that? So if I played you Beyonce and Rihanna, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. No. I, I cannot hear a difference between the two of them. And as someone said to me, well, her voice is deeper. I'm like, how am I supposed to tell that? So, I don't know. That's just me. Okay. Now, Super Bowl 48. The worst Super Bowl ever. That game was horrible. But anyway. Yeah, it was rough. Bruno Mars. And he's not... I really like him, too. I actually respect him as an artist, believe it or not. Um, But I, I got to put him at C, though. I was thinking B. Okay. You tell me well, why. Was, okay. Well, here's the thing. When I first watched this show, when I first watched this halftime show, I was like, I was like, meh. It's when I first watched, I'm like, meh. It's not great. It's not good. It's okay. Do you know who the, the background band is? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. So but then when I watched it again, I realized a few things. One, what? Don't forget, this was pre Uptown Funk Bruno Mars. Yes. This is when like Lock That Happened came out and stuff like that. So this was still, and the drum in the beginning, the when he was doing the drumming, yeah. and then when he did a Locked yeah. Out of Heaven treasure. The. Only things I'll say is I think the I think the I think I didn't like the combo with him and the red hot chili peppers. Why was that even a thing? Do you know why that was a thing at all? I I don't know. Like, like if the, you take and listen, I like the red hot chili peppers, but they're one of the biggest bands in the world, and you're gonna put them behind Bruno Mars. To me, they didn't just didn't make sense. I didn't even realize the red hot chili peppers were we're a part of the Super Bowl until I'd watch this thing. Like, if you took out the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I would say this be a better show. Okay. And and listen, and I don't dislike the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I I, I actually like them, but this was yeah. It was just a weird combination. It was a weird combo. Um. Ah, I don't know, B or C. I think it got. Do, 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 let me ask you this: Do you think it got weighed down because of the lack of chili peppers or the lack of Bruno Mars? Well, no, the Red Hot Chili Peppers won't, were not there too long. Right, they were like for one song, right? No, one I or forget. two songs, and then they did "Give It Away, Give It Away, Give It Away." Now, yes, thank you. That's right. <sighs> what about C? Yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, no, Put them over then, the other two, though. Oh, of course, yes. Out of the three of those, there, those are probably that's the best one of those three. Which Janet Bruno Jackson put on a good show. He really did. And Bruno Mars is a very talented individual. Yeah, I, I got to tell you a quick story about this halftime show. When I was in, um, I was actually at a Super Bowl party during this. Yeah. And my, I was with my, um, I was with someone who was a friend of the friend who had the Super Bowl party, and. 
these bands came on and these came on. He's like, Bruno Mars came on. He's like, who is this guy? Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, oh, that's Bruno Mars. He's like, who? Yeah, some people are like that. Some people, are, some people don't even know who these people are. And have you ever been with like older folks? And I don't mean, I'm not saying 50s old. I'm not saying that. But when you're with people and you're like, and there's like music artists who you know, but they're like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, who is this? And I'm like, yeah. This again? yeah. And then, and then when the Red Hot Chili Peppers came on, they're like, wait, who are these guys? I'm like thinking, okay, this guy was like late 40s, early 50s. So you were around in the 90s. You must have some idea who these people are. You give it away. It was a minor hit now. Yeah. Like, come and, on. and I went to the same party the next year, and this is a great transition to the next one. Katy Perry, this guy said, You're my liaison to the youth. What, what do you mean? You're gonna tell me what who these people are. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So right. Yeah, who's the halftime show this year? Katy Perry. Who? I'm like, oh. some people are like that guy. Just letting you know. And it's like so funny because my mom was at that same Super Bowl party years later. Yeah. And I was in college so i wasn't there and she's okay. like oh that's drake and they're all look and my mom at the time was i don't think my mom was even 50 at that point mm-hmm. she was like turning 50 that year they're like oh it's drake and they're like guess what who yeah like oh missy elliott who's that right exactly. and my mom's like god i'm probably one of the God, I feel like I'm at a. I feel like I'm at a freaking nursing home with these people not knowing who these people are. Exactly. But anyway. Anyways, um, okay. Katy Perry. What year was she again? What year was Super her? Twenty fifteen, Super Bowl forty nine. Fifteen. Thank you. Katy Perry. Okay, the, you got to admit this was a fun one. Th- this was really entertaining to see, like the lions and stuff like that. Yes, her entrance was great. Her exit was great. Everything in between. You know, special guests, Missy Elliott and Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, that's right. Missy Elliott, who we hadn't seen in years, she's finally reappeared. Oh, God, yeah. And Um, Yeah. Yeah, I thought this show... I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a really fun show. I'm going to put it at B, though, personally, because... Out of all of the ones that I remember, th- I remember this one, but I don't, I don't remember it as much as like Bruce or Madonna. You know what I mean? I was going to put it at A, but... Okay, more power to you, whatever you want to do. But um, no, because I think her entrance was great. I think her exit was great. I think the show itself... I'm not the biggest Katy Perry fan. I don't despise her. You know, there's a couple songs I like. But yeah. she really did a good show. She did a good job, and of course we get we got to think of the real winner of the show, the Laugh Shark. The the shark. The shark was the real winner of the show. Put it at A. I take back what I said. Put it at A. Okay. This is actually really a return to not S. Where is it? Where is it? It's an S. Okay, it was good, but not that good. It was good. It wasn't that good. Okay, Super Bowl Fifty. Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce, and Beyonce. Okay, mind you, this was Super Bowl Fifty. Yes, this was twenty sixteen. Yes, 
Wow. That's the year I graduated high school. Wow. You old yet? Yeah. yeah I, every day, bro. But anyway. I'm going to... Can I just say, I, I really enjoyed Coldplay's performance and Beyonce and, and um, Bruno Mars somewhat. I enjoyed it, but it, their performance was less over time for me. Here's... I kind of feel, and I consider myself a fan of Coldplay. Like, I think when they were by themselves in the show, I think they were fine. I agree. But I think when Bruno and Beyonce, and I don't think they did a bad job. I actually think they did very good. They didn't add anything to it, though. But I think Coldplay just kind of... Chris Martin looked like the guy who... When you you said you're gonna come over for dinner and then you bring your and then you bring your entire family over, yeah, I agree with that. Just, I think Chris Martin at that point just looked very overwhelmed. Yeah, I I could not agree more with that. If Coldplay did the show by themselves, I think they would have been a lot better. I think it would have been better. And I'm not saying Bruno and Beyonce made it worse. Absolutely not. What but I am saying. But Chris Martin, it's just like he just fades into the background after that. And it's just like, I feel like the NFL is in his ear going, Chris, do something, please. Yeah. And they're probably like the headphones, do something. And Chris, we you're going to do something? Sing, dance? I don't know. Do something, please. Yeah. And no, I, I can't like anymore. Just Coldplay, I think the show would be fine. I agree. But and I feel like when Bruno and Beyonce came on, and this is another... Whack at Coldplay. Coldplay didn't know how to play off of them. He didn't know. Chris no, didn't, didn't know how to play off Beyonce or Bruno. Like Bruno and Beyonce knew how to play off each other. Coldplay is a band. They are a group of individuals that play music together. <laughs> Come on. But you know, I, I thought the ending with "Fix You, Beautiful Day, and Just the Way You Are," and they showed like all the montages from the past Super Bowl halftime shows. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that was a nice homage. I look back at that. And I'm like, oh, I remember watching it live. I'm like, oh, they flash back to Springsteen and U2. Actually, they 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 flash back to those performances too, which was great. Prince and another one. Yeah, it was the fiftieth one. Anyway, I feel like the show. You know, the show is. Chris Coldplay had in line with special guest Beyonce and Bruno. Yeah. I feel like this felt more like Beyonce and Bruno with special guest Coldplay. Yeah. I, it's unfortunate because Coldplay is really great live. I've seen them live and they're incredible. I love Coldplay. I really would like to see them one day. Um, I'll take you one day, dude. So I'm thinking C. What are you thinking? Yeah. Because no, nothing against Beyonce or Bruno Mars. They just they didn't really add anything to the performance. They're just they were kind of just there. Yeah, but you know, like I said, once they came on the show, that's when Coldplay started to dip a little. Yeah, I mean, Coldplay was doing great. They had Viva La Vida. They had. Um, but I'll put Paradise. it above. I'll put it above, no doubt, in the nip in the nipples. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, let me fix this for one second. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who is next? Was it 2017 now? Lady Gaga. Yep. I listen. I got to tell you about Lady Gaga's music has rubbed off of me quite a bit lately, especially Bad Romance and like Bad Romance is a bop, man. If you for those of you not listening to that song, get on Bad Romance is a freaking bop. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest. Lady Gaga when she first came out, I thought she's weird, but then 
when I yeah. started, I think born this way, I really started to like her. Yeah, and Edge of Glory. Yep. And who and who makes an appearance in that one on the saxophone? Clarence Clemens. I think that was his last one too before he sadly passed away. Yeah, it's funny actually. Really quick, uh, when Lady Gaga was on tour in 2022, and she actually told the story at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, we saw this online actually, where she paid tribute to Clarence Clemens by playing the Edge of Glory acoustically on the piano only, which was pretty cool. To me, I would actually put this in S tier. I loved her entrance. Yeah, she coming down, and she could carry the show by herself. Which was she didn't need she didn't, any special guest. No, she's a great performer too. She's actually and she, her vocal range is incredible. Oh my god! Oh, she is. She is an awesome performer. She's a jazz singer. You forget that too. She also sings Tony Bennett. God rest his soul. Yeah. She, yeah. Put it in an S. S. This is an S. Not above Prince though. He's not above Prince. And coming off of coming off of the disappointment of Coldplay. Beyonce and Mars. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, I think this. I thought it was a step up. Okay, the next one. Uh, A return of an old friend. Fifty Super Bowl Fifty Two. A return of an old friend. Who is this again? Justin Timberlake. No, no. Oh, it was just him by himself, right? Yeah, and there were rumors going around that. Oh God. There were rumors going around that Janet Jackson was going to make an appearance again. That would have been a disaster if it did happen. And, and but no, they actually did invite her. Did they really, did they, to redeem themselves, probably? But she respectfully declined. Good for Janet. She's probably thinking, you did it to me once. I'm not going to let you do it to me again. Yeah, even if it's an accident, but still. And when he was doing the song Rock Your Body. Yep. Which was the same song that when it happened last time. Yep. I'm like, is she going to come out? It, am I, are we going to be hearing, talk to me, boy? Yeah. And is this time she going to get revenge on him and pull his pants down? Oh, that would have been a great moment. That been a- I would have been, I would have been rolling on the floor laughing if that happened. Me too. Um, um, there was also, is there going to be an in sync reunion, maybe? Yeah. Where are we thinking, though, for this one? I, to me, I, I, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I forgot this one existed until you read. Me too, me. actually. Like, yeah. Want, like, it was the, the Prince tribute was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, because he died, you know, two years, years prior. prior. And it was in Minnesota where he's from, so that was pretty cool. But but outside of yeah, that, C or D, I'm thinking C or D. What do you think? D. Yeah, payback. Payback for Jen. Do we put it over or below D- Disney? Below. Okay. Next. Oh my God! Is it time for this one? It's time, ladies and gentlemen. We present to you. A show that's even worse than the Black Eyed Peas. And worse than Janet Jackson showing herself. Okay. This needs context. In 2016, Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the national anthem to protest police brutality and racial injustice. Correct. And then there was a movement to boycott the NFL from the right, saying it was disrespectful to the troops, to from the left, because after that, Kaepernick was basically... 
excommunicated from the NFL and teams wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole. Yep. I just want to say for the record, JT, I'm not getting political. We, we are, we try to stay apolitical on this podcast, but we stay apolitical, period. But I'm just giving you context. Um, of course, go ahead. And the NFL, they offered many different artists to do the halftime show. They offered Rihanna, who did it later. We'll talk about her, Cardi B, and Jay Z, and they all turned it down to stand in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Yep. And then, and they asked Pink, but that had nothing, to, and she declined, but that had nothing to do with Kaepernick. It was because the negotiations were taking too long. Right. Pink would be good. So they resorted to Maroon 5. With Travis Scott and Biggie, whatever his name was, Big right? Boy. And, Big boy. And Maroon 5 caught a lot of flack. And Kaepernick's attorney actually called them strike breakers. And listen, don't attack them for that. Attack them because they sucked. Because yeah. Big Boy... I guess Goodell asked him to do the show with them, and he made one condition that he donate $500,000 to a charity of his choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there was another controversy to this show. On November 9th, 2018, SpongeBob creator Stephen Hillenburg passed away after his battle with ALS. Yes. And fans wanted the Super Bowl to do Sweet Victory from Band oh, Geeks. Oh, God. In tribute go. to Hillenburg. That, yeah. There was a giant petition. And I remember they did like a quick animated thing of Squidward to introduce Big Boy. Goes, now a musical genius. And they like, do, 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 do. Like, are we going to get it? Of course not. Of course they didn't. But the show itself was. The show itself, like, listen. The Black Eyed Peas, again, you can't entirely blame it on them. Like, the, there was problems with the sound systems and all that. This show was so freaking boring. Yeah. If you want to, Adam Levine sounds like he doesn't even want to be there. Not only that, Bill, but do you remember, like, um, uh, what do you call it? I will say that like, the, the the very fact that you had Maroon Five and two like was it Travis Scott and who who was the other one again? Big Boy. Two of two out of the three were just a, a different genre of music completely. At least Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno Mars like are within the pop realm. Maroon Five, or as I like to call them sometimes, Moron Five, is more of like the pop rock vein of stuff, if you will, but. It's watching it that night. I was like, this just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because at least with Black Eyed Peas, you know, Usher making an appearance makes sense because yeah, yeah him exactly. and Will I Am did a song together. Right, but this one, this one made no sense. And uh, plus, I was at the only, the one redeeming quality about this performance. I'm just what kidding. There, there was no redeeming quality. About no, this. no, because you know, at least with Black Eyed Peas, Slash, even though it was cringe, it was kind, it was pretty cool. It was cool, but, but this one was like just. Awful. It was just it's so Adam Levine sounded like he didn't even want to be there. It was like the precursor to 2020 happening. Except in the words of Justin, I don't think Adam Levine even wants to do music anymore. He sounded like he's just on autopilot. Like 
He sounds like he woke up from his nap and the sleeping pills haven't even worn off yet. I know. And to he, me, this is to me, Bill, this is like the NFL crying for like let's remain relevant to whoever's hot now. No. No, and, get talent. Don't get jokes. And you know what? There was another controversy. Adam Levine took his shirt off, remember? Oh, yeah, I'm clear as day. Not only that, but get this. Remember this? Bill, this is the worst part of this whole thing. But I I remember watching it clear as day, and I was like, why? The whole thing just was a, a blur of a mess. Just a mess. And Adam Levine, like, and Maroon 5, like, it's just a, a joke, a joke of a performance. Like, a joke. And plus, I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've seen Maroon 5 live too. And how are they live? They were very, when I saw them in, on my birthday, actually in 2018, they were like a, a rock band, like so much guitar, so much guitar live, so much guitar in their show. And it was non-existent in this halftime show. Like, why couldn't you just do what you do like in a regular show for Maroon 5 with guitars and you have like the drum solos? Like, they're a band. They are a real, but Bill, let's be honest, but this is an F. I like Maroon 5's earlier stuff. I don't like their Yeah, name. same here. But um first four yeah. albums. This this is worse than the Black Eyed Peas. If there was like a double F, we'd put it there. Like and Adam Levine taking his shirt off. He he probably even thinks the show was boring. He probably even thinks the show was boring. He's like, I gotta do something to make this more interesting. He just got so bored. It was just a and the FCC act, and there were FCC complaints about that. By the way, of, of course there were. Yeah. But people have nothing better to do than just sit around and complain. But guys, get a hobby, get a life, get a dog, get a cat. Get, get just do something productive with your lives instead of hope. Oh. And you know what? I just want to say real quick because they compare that to the Janet Jackson incident. I'm like. It's no. worse. Because it's Adam Levine. And like, you know, I wanted to ask this when we talk about Janet Jackson, but do you think if this happened today, people really wouldn't give a you know what? What if, if Adam Levine and Rupert yeah. did it today? No, no, like if Janet Jackson oh, the, thing with Jan nipped, the nipple, oh, do you think I, people would even care today? I think they would. Because there's probably kids watching, but that's me. Yeah, I think you'd have those Karen's screaming, think of the children. Yeah, well. Okay. Are you right? Okay, the next one. J-Lo Shakira. What was it? Shakira and who? What was it? J-Lo. Oh. Isn't she an actress? <laughs> well, she's married to Ben Affleck. Yeah. At the time, oh, she was engaged to A-Rod. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay. I actually thought this was a fun show. The Born in the USA thing threw me off. Okay. Like, I, I get they were trying to, like, pr to protest something on national TV, but I don't know. That's just... The rest of the show... It's forgettable for me, but... To me, I liked it. Um, you, I you, put it in A, a tier, but we can compromise, put it in B tier. Put it in B. It was just... It wasn't wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Put it in B. I right? personally liked it, and can we all just admit that J-Lo still looks... And Shakira both still look absolutely amazing. Oh, for their age, yeah. They look absolutely fantastic. Like, they're like the Tom Cruise. They don't age. 
Yeah, that's a good comparison. But yeah, again, they and they look they were fantastic and they were showing off their culture with the I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, it was not that bad. But we'll put it in B tier. Okay, three three to go. Twenty twenty one, the weekend. The weekend. Okay, to me this was a weird one. It was very weird. It the looked like it was stuff. a giant. It, it looked like I was just watching a giant music video. Yeah. And listen, I'll, to be fair, this was during the pandemic. They couldn't have anyone on stage. They couldn't have. They isolated everyone. They couldn't have people on the field. So I think they did with what they got. Yeah. I think they did with what they had. Probably. But I don't know. I'm thinking C or D. I don't think this was bad. It was just forgettable, too. I don't think this was... Was this like Maroon 5 or Black Eyed Peas bad? No. No. Uh, put it in D. Okay, I'll put it high D, low C. Because it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like good. Like It wasn't like, it wasn't like a once in a lifetime, wow, I saw The weekend. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I would give them credit they did with what they had. Of course, given the situations, of course, with COVID. Given the situation with the pandemic, they did they did with what they had. Yeah. Um it was just weird, weird, too weird for me. Uh but yeah. Okay. Um, two more. M M&M, M M&M, and who else was it? Snoop Dogg, Snoop D double O G. Yep. Da -da 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 -da. Snoop Dogg. Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blodge, Eminem. Kendrick Lamar and Fifty Cent. Okay, uh, Mary J. Blige again. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so this is the thing here, like what we said about Paul McCartney. For people like us who are big Beatles fans, we would probably yeah, put this in like A tier, which we did. Yeah, the hip hop community got really got a, a big, um, big jump with this one, and. To us who were really, I'm not really that into hip hop. Not, not necessarily me either, but. And you know what? I have watched it and to be, I think it, it's hard for me to judge this show because I'm not really a big hip hop person. Yeah. I mean, Eminem is the closest one I have. I mean, Snoop Dogg and 50 Cent. I'm like, eh. Like, I think really. they did. I think they did good. Yeah. I thought it was good. Did I think it was the greatest thing I ever saw in my life? No. I remember clear as day, and I'm going to call out my cousins on this for a second, who listen to my show and watch my show. They're like, dude, that was the best halftime show I've that's ever been. I'm like, have you seen Prince, U2, or Madonna, or Lady Gaga by chance? Uh, or Bruce Springsteen or Paul McCartney? They're like, no, those people suck, man. I'm like, not you're unless you're really super into hip-hop. Yeah. If you're really super into hip-hop, then I could see this show being like if someone who was really into hip hop was here and they wanted to put this in like S or A tier. Yeah. I could see why. But well, let's be real. It's like a it's like a B tier performance or C possibly. I would put you know what? I'm putting this at B. That's fair. That's fair. Because I actually thought for some again, I'm coming to this from someone who really doesn't listen to hip hop. Yeah, same here. So I don't want to be unfair putting C or D because that because it's 
because therefore I'm being biased. But overall, I think they did do a good performance. I agree. I, 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 Eminem's performance was good, a part of it. But that's just one part of it. So yeah, let's put it at B. Nope, nope, not S, not S. Nope, definitely not. Okay, our grand finale. Rihanna. 2023. Uh, uh, this one was a... It was... Kind of for, for me personally, it was forgettable. It's not that I didn't like it. It was just forgettable. Well, to me, There was I no think... like, I mean, the theatrics were there, but they weren't like, you know. I think this was just, in my humble opinion, JT, this was just a bunch of missed opportunities because Jay-Z was there. Yeah. He was Yeah, at the that's game. true. It was, you know, they did Umbrella and That Run was This great. Down. Like, they showed him, I think it was in the first or second quarter, like, oh, my God, is he going to maybe come in the halftime show? Because him and Rihanna have recorded together. Right, Like, exactly. is he going to make an appearance on the halftime show? And he didn't. Like, I think it was just a giant missed opportunity. Like, Yeah, I, I agree. but you know what? I'll give this to Rihanna. She did this show while she was pregnant, so. Yeah, she could say that her baby was on stage at the show. After. That's that's pretty cool. But I mean, But, but uh, but take that out though. What else you got? You know. listen, I, you know this actually currently holds the record for the most watched Super Bowl halftime show. Is it actually? Yeah. And you know what? I don't know where to put this because was it you two, Prince, Madonna, Lady Gaga, Prince, no. Lady Gaga, No. or Beyonce? No. But was it Black Eyed Peas or Maroon 5? No. Put it at B. B? Yeah, are you thinking B too? Yeah, I was thinking either B or C. So, Okay. okay, that is all of them. So, In S tier, we have U2, Prince, Lady Gaga. A tier, we have Bruce Springsteen, Paul McCartney, NSYNC and Aerosmith, Madonna, Beyonce, Katy Perry. B tier, we got Rolling Stones, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, The Who, J-Lo and Shakira, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent. We got Rihanna and B tier. C tier, we got Bruno Mars, Coldplay, No doubt, Shania Twain, Sting, Janet Jackson. D tier, we got The Weeknd, the Disney Millennium Celebration, and Justin Timberlake. And in F tier, we got Maroon 5 and the Black Eyed Peas. Anything you want to change, switch, or do you think we're good? Uh, I think we're good there, buddy. All right, guys, tell us what you think. Uh, yeah. So, But this is very, all just very, our personal opinion. it's all our personal opinion. That's what we personally think about the halftime shows. Um, but yeah. Um, you want to stop sharing your screen for a second? Yes. Cool. Thank you. Um, but we want to thank you all for watching, listening, listening. However, you enjoy this. This is just our personal opinions on how we rank the Super Bowl halftime shows from two thousand and up. Um, personally, and this is our personal opinions. But if you're if you are out there saying, "Well, you didn't include," or "You didn't," think, just please let us know in the comment section below on our YouTube video. Like, Or hey, if you we actually think Beyonce is S tier. Then more power to you. We don't again, care. It's fine. what do we say? All form of art is subjective. All art is subjective, people. We all know it. We all, it's the truth. All art is subjective. Just because I didn't like Rihanna's, Rihanna's halftime show doesn't mean that it, it, it was any bad or any good. It's completely up to you guys. So it's it's up to the, the eye of the beholder, if you will. 
Uh, but that's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Bill did a great job with this topic before our um, uh, before uh, the Super Bowl have this airing this Sunday on CBS in the United States. To our out of United States listeners, I hope you enjoy this one as well. So, uh, Bill, uh, Bill, you have a don't what forget to watch our SIN Super Bowl halftime show. I don't know our Super Bowl halftime, our Super Bowl pregame show. I don't know what time it will be yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. I think we usually start at out two. One time we did like a dude. Did I ever tell you this? When we first started doing these ha- these pregame shows, we did a five hour pregame show one time. That's a long time, dude. Oh, we all wanted to kill each other by the end. I'm sure. And it's over Zoom too, so you can't even kill each other. Ah. Yeah, so that was the only saving grace for everyone because we tried to do like what the networks do, but they have like performances and stuff. So exactly. Um, but we want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. Of course, as always. Uh, if you like this here, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do this every Wednesday night um, on um, Wednesday evenings, EST, um, Eastern Standard Time. And thanks so much for watching and listening. But for all of, and, um, Bill, who do you got for the Super Bowl? 49ers or Chiefs? You're going to have to watch the pregame show. Ah, there you go. Tune into the Sports Insanity Network for all of your Super Bowl needs on Sunday. And to hear my prediction. Yes. He's not going to give away now. He'll give it away on Sunday. So, all right. So, so stay safe. Stay safe. Take care.